Now broadcasting on your favorite podcast platform, it's the Maverick Do It Different Podcast with your host, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. When you want to step up and dare to be different, when you will dare to be great and live up to your fullest potential, when you are ready to dare to be a maverick and live the life of your dreams filled with abundance, passion, and joy, then it's time to listen to me, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different Podcast. And welcome to this podcast. And I got to tell you, this week is so special. I've got someone on here that I want to introduce you to because we have connected at so many different levels. You're going to want to listen to this. This is the Maverick Do It Different podcast. This is, I am Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and this is the time for us to talk about how you create a difference in your life by doing it different, creating a different future from this point forward. I want to talk to you about a person that is, well, she's in our book. We've come out with a just an amazing book that's gotten so much buzz, driven the bestseller. This is the Network Marketing 2.0 Revealed book. It's how network marketers are changing the future in our world and doing it today by not just changing the future, but also changing the industry. And the person that's with us today is the Joy Catalyst. And I know you want to pay attention to that. So much fun. Mary D is international speaker, best-selling author, trusted business advisor at the Mad Love Agency. She's been advising for over 20 years in the network marketing space, influencers, agency spaces to help impact driven businesses create a winning strategy and culture. Built multiple startups from the idea from scratch idea to a multi-million dollar enterprise. Mary sought after for her sage advice, love-heartedness, and ability to foster a safe environment that promotes discovery, growth, and breakthroughs. Signature program, Mad Loveology, is designed to help transform your pain into passion so that you can fall in love with your life again. She'll show you how to say no to the grind, say yes to abundance through eight key frameworks that are guaranteed to create lasting results in your life so that you can have the freedom, peace, and life that you crave. She also, on a personal note, in 2018, got healed from breast cancer with holistic approaches, holistic medicine, if you will. And this is after surgery, which helped her really guide her journey with cancer stain and cancer survivors really helping them stay encouraged and empowered to make decisions, not on fear, but on faith. Chairman of the board of thebreasties.org, a 501c3 nonprofit, absolutely community that supports young women affected by breast cancer with resources, encouragement, and connection. She is the person to help you really create the life that you crave so much. Please welcome Mary D to the podcast. How are you? If I were any better, Paul, I would be twins. Uh, well, no, no, you're not allowed to say that because I've got a bunch of twins. We, we're, we're good. We no more allowed. So I knew you would especially know relate to that one. That's exactly. So uh, with everything that you've done and, and you have a great history, lots of success, 
Like, when did things really like shift? And, and I understand in 2018, you had a major shift. What was the one before that? Mm, good question. Good question. Well, this is, this is how I choose my reality. And part of it is I am really comfortable with change. And when I say comfortable, I had to learn to get comfortable with change. But if there's anything I've learned in life and business, Paul, it's that if a wrench can come in and, you know, into your spigot somewhere, it will. And if something can go wrong, it's going to. And that's okay because how we face those challenges and how we go through them and how we choose to show up is really where the magic happens. And all those things can be learning experiences. And so I've just said, I've surrendered to the fact that I am here on earth to be a lifelong learner. And so as things flow in, I show up and I say, how can I play with this today? And what can I learn from it? And as I go into it with that attitude, that's really what's helped me. So there's been lots of shifts, but I don't know that there's any one major big one that I could, could put a finger on, you know, like having breast cancer is kind of a big one, but I don't know that I have another one that's quite like that. Um, I'll tell you at the same time I was going through breast cancer, I did go through an FTC lawsuit. That's a pretty big one when it comes to industry stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it was happening at the same time. So that's why I said those things were all kind of, I had my Job moment all in the same year. (laughs) Yeah. And I've had those years also. Were, Were you always like this then? You know, I would say that for me, being a joy catalyst has literally been the theme of my life. And my mom would tell you the same thing. She'd tell you I'm easygoing. Uh, I was a kid that like, one day she cut my hair really short and she said, I didn't like it. But all I did is I went over to the mirror, I looked at it and I go, huh, I think I look kind of like a boy. Um, I don't like it, but okay. And I walked away and I never said anything else about the hair again, right? And you have the hair grow out, no big deal. And so that's how I've just made a choice because- Again, like the hair is going to grow back, right? So there's all these things that we get so wound up about in life. And I'm like, "Mm, if you don't like something, change it. If your story sucks, change it. It's a great, great analogy, hair hair to life in general, is that, you know, uh, time heals all, that that things will continue to shift and change. And just because you don't like the change now doesn't mean uh, the next change won't bring you the grace that you were looking for. So keep your life and enjoying it. Yeah. And remaining fluid, right? Because things do change. I mean, we can all say that now, especially after going through these last couple of years of how, wow, how the world has changed in so many significant ways. But even as technology shows up and does things for us and, and just politics every few years, like there's always going to be a shift and a change. And our level of joy really relies on how quickly we can also shift with those ebbs and flows. Are we going to constantly resist or can we surrender and enjoy and really go, okay, great. Like how can I shift my perspective or how can I come in this and gamify this for myself? Where can I find these moments that are really going to create peace for me versus resistance? Yeah, no question. It's so fascinating. Like I know like I'll go out and do yard work and some days, man, it's a hard, hard dime. And then other times, like I thoroughly enjoy it, have the time of my life. It's the same effort, the same struggles, the same sweat. And yet some days the, the after pain is just so gratifying and other times it's painful all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that anytime, one of the perspectives that I have on this is, 
let each day be its day. Meaning that when you come to the end of it, even if it was a hard day, let's close the door on it. Let's learn what we can learn from it. And then remember that tomorrow's a new day. We get some good rest and we go into it and we, we can, we have can choose to wake up with a better attitude. We can choose to start again. And I get it. Sometimes there are series of days where we have to pick ourselves off the floor. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. Yeah. It's so it's so interesting. And so this perspective you've had for a long time, I, you know, other people have moments in time you've had it for most of your life. I guess that What's interesting as I interview people that have created levels of success like yourself, have created this, this mindset that really helps them create everything else around them. What makes you different? Like why, why you? Like what makes it that you have that mindset and how can other people grab hold of that? Mm, that's a really great question. So it's, I think it's a few things. And I just say this from observation. And this is in observing myself too. And so you guys know, not every day is perfect. Um, you know, I, I, I don't not ever have a bad hair day. Like that, right. that's unrealistic, right? But I, what I do do is I choose to have more good days than bad days. And as many times as I can make that choice, that's the choice I'm making. And I really believe that choice is available to all of us. And one of them is through gratitude. I have a really strong gratitude practice. And I know people hear that all the time, but you guys, even on days where you're like, I, God, take me today. And I've had that moment of God, take me today. It's in sometimes just looking at the blade of grass and going, you know what, how intricately you're made. And the, the fact that there was a creation here that happened in these beautiful waves, go look at a leaf, go look at the intricate little pieces that, that are on that leaf. And like that had to come together in some way to, to create life. And like how much beauty is there in that? The fact that the sun comes up every day and does its thing uh, and, and it creates all this beautiful, um, the, the greenery around us, the fact that there's a gravitational pool. I mean, there's all these, these really crazy things we can be grateful for that even if we can't find it, you know, in our, in our own space. Um, but the other ones are for the people who love us, right? And then that's the other piece of it is like, who do we love? And the fact that we can have the ability to have that feeling. There's no no science behind what that feeling is, but the fact that we can do it. And so gratitude is such a huge part of that. And the second one is going to be habits. I have some really, really great grounding habits so that when I don't feel happy, I can change my state so that I can get in the mode of setting up my container to be happy. And that's in my wake up routine. I wake up to music. I want my cells dancing. I want to create some energy around my day and the intention that I set for it. And then in the evening, that wind down routine, which I talked about briefly, and that's really just a matter of putting a lid on the day and saying, day, whew, I learned from you and there's some things that are might sit on my heart for a little while, but you know what, now I've got to close this container and now I'm going to walk into some self-care for myself. I'm going to walk into maybe some journaling and re reflection. I'm going to drink some hot tea. I'm going to read a good book. I'm going to feed my soul in a way that feels good. And then I do go to sleep with gratitude on my mind again as well, because I feel like that is how the day should start and it's how the day should end. And I think that those are big secrets to, to my joy. Huge, huge components. And I, I want everyone to pay attention that's listening to this is and go back over what was just said and what Mary D just said and in understanding they sound so simple. And, and I find that it's the habits that we build our life with that are so simple. Like, like a, a five-year-old could do it. Mm -hmm. And yet 
most adults don't do it. And, and it's such a shame because it is in all my research with highly successful people, they all follow the same pattern. They all do the same things. This isn't rocket science. This isn't something, oh my gosh, there's, there's a big secret out there. Do the things that are being said here. Follow the pattern and watch what happens. And it's uh, so great. Um, with, with all that you have available, and I know you've got some great tools and strategies that you would love to share, one of which you did write some in the book. What is it? Uh, you wrote a chapter in the book. Give us a takeaway from what you wrote in the book that you would really love for them to carry with them. Ooh, I would say that one of the takeaways is that you have a choice in how you want to show up every day. And in deciding to change your story, ideally sooner than later, you can make that shift that you want to have happen in your life. And it's by showing up as the person that you want to become. Like, how can you be that person? And what's the next thing you need to do? People think, oh, I've got to make a million dollars and then I will fill in the blank. Oh, I'm going to work and make money and then I will travel. Then I will do this. Well, my friends... Why? Why are you waiting? Why when you can have it right now? It's by, by starting now and it's starting with those little things and those little habits, just like the ones I went over. If you don't have an intentional gratitude practice, start one. If you don't have a morning wake up, start one. If you don't have an end of the day practice, start one and you can start it today. It, it takes only a few minutes. It doesn't have to be this thing that takes three hours of your day or five hours of meditation. It can be something as, as small as a few minutes where you're really intentional and you can start now. Yeah. Yeah. Start today. Start today. Start today. If there's one message that we both would absolutely say, start today, whatever it is, start yeah. today. Life yeah. is too short. And if, if the last couple of years have not taught each and every one of the, us that, and I know you went through in 2018 uh, struggles, my wife went through it in 2020, and it's, um, you know, th those struggles and you begin to realize, you know, life is too short. Don't wait. Don't wait. Yeah. People say all the time, they're like, oh, you know, did breast cancer change you? I said, no, it just reminded me. It reminded me, it reminded me that like, wow, we're so fragile and there's no control that we really have over this particular, you know, item. Sometimes life shows up in ways that are, I mean, you, especially Paul can speak to this in terms of, of just having this kind of unknown when it comes to the world of health and, and we do our best, right? We're out there running or we're out there eating our vegan diet or whatever biohacking that you're doing. And those are great guys. I mean, I'm not poo-pooing those at all. I'm about it. But really, at the end of the day, we don't know a crazy comet could come out of the sky and like I could be done, you know, so there it's knowing like, I can't control that part of life. But what I can control is me showing up and deciding to live each day and live it to its fullest. And yeah, if that's no in my control, then that's what I'm here for. One of the greatest gifts that COVID and the last couple of years and then my wife having cancer and her battle with that really gave me was that understanding, you're right, it just helped me be aware. And for my wife and I, we created, we became aware that we had no regrets, that we were already living the life that mm -hmm. we really wanted to live. 
And so there wasn't any major shift like in mind uh, blend of, oh, my gosh, we, we have to change all this because we weren't living the life that we really like now that we realize it's so short. And that's so much of the message of, of loving life and creating the life that you were really meant to live, that you were really craving all along. You just forgot to pay attention. Right. Right. That's so, so true. So true. If anything, it, I know for me, it sped up my bucket list just a little bit, but outside of that, it was like, wow, so much gratitude for that having been the attitude of life. And so if anyone listening hasn't caught on to that, like now's your opportunity. Like, go right, I got to ask now that you mentioned it. So what was, what was on your bucket list that you added to, or that you had forgotten about and put in there? Well, I had this this story about how I would have to go to like Norway to see the Northern Lights or one of those like crazy, you know, European countries like Iceland. And then I found out that actually you can see them in Montana here in the United States yes. in the winter. Yes. How about that? And so, so that's, that's actually, on your bucket list. That's on my bucket list. So I'm doing awesome. that this, this winter. Oh, that's so wild. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> But there was that, there was, you know, writing the book. I ended up writing a co-authoring two this year and then another one that's with a publisher for next year. And so that obviously sped up that process as well. But it was nice to have a little bit of a timeline on like, huh, because I know that there's only so much time, how can I ensure that I'm really intentional about my bucket list? Not, oh, I'll do it whenever, but how can I really put it on my mind and go, no, like every quarter, I want to knock out at least one thing on that list. And it was nice to go back to that list and look at it and realize that every year I had literally done just about four or five a year without having revisited the list for like a couple of years. And I was really proud of myself. I went, how about that? Putting it down on paper and that my mind, my subconscious remembered it and got it done. Yep. Yeah. So many times, all you got to do is write it once. You'll remember it. It'll resonate in your subconscious because of writing it down that once. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my wife and I had a practice way back when uh, that we've carried forward is every year we'd always reflect back, like, what was the big thing that we did this year? And every year looking to top that. So whatever the big thing was he did the year, well, how are we going to be that experience? Nice. All right. Well, what, that was so great. Now what? You know, what's next? And every single year, now, mind you, with us every year, some of what topped the last year was just having more kids. But <laughs> other than that, it, it really was. And, and that challenge of constantly looking for life, which I know is what you talk about so much, looking for that love of life, looking for yeah. that big, the next adventure in your life and yeah. understanding how to live life in gratitude every day. Yeah. Yeah. So neat. So you kind of gave us a little bit. What's next for you? Ooh, well, I've got, like I said, book coming out next year. It's called Just Eat the Cake, a recipe for living a life of courage, joy, and purpose. And I'm so excited because that's my my first actually fully authored book. And I'm super excited about releasing that to the world and sharing that wisdom and sharing the fun and sharing the triumphs and the trials. And I think there's uh, just a lot of inspiration and hope and practical takeaways that people can, uh, can grab from that. Yeah, you definitely, definitely want to keep us posted when that's going to come out so we can help you uh, broadcast it to the world. No question. Uh, that's so exciting. Um, anything else? It, anything else? Like, like that's not I, enough. Yeah, that's not enough. No, it's not definitely not enough. I would say that. Um, so I'm officially going nomadic. 
which means I'm going to be traveling to different regions of the country and maybe out of the country as things start to open up again to just explore. I want to really stay in like one place for a month to three months. And so depending on the space, I'm deciding on how long that is and just, just explore it. This, this pandemic, what it did for me is it made me realize like I'm really well-traveled, but I'm actually not that well-traveled in the U.S. And this is my, uh, you know, this is my home place. So why not tour the U.S. and see if there's some wonderful places? I also, for those of you that like woo, I had my astro cartography read and it tells you about the little like lines on the earth that resonate with your birth chart. And so there's different lines for like love, creativity, work, where best places to settle down. And uh, I had a reading last week. And so I really got to lay out where all those different places were. And so I'm going to go explore them all and do some reading and some journaling and some, some oh, you know, self-love and see, see what comes up. I know with everything that you do, one of the things that I've done over the last, now I've been a speaker for 15 years is, is designate where I want to go and then build business connections to have a purpose for going there. Yeah. And so I want to travel to Vegas next month. All right. Where am I speaking in Vegas next month? We got this. And my wife travels with me. And so we've actually created it where we've done, we did a tour in South Africa and in, in London and different places that we wanted to go and just found a reason to be there for other, other purposes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I'm a firm believer in, in working and playing together. And so all of those things, there's always an opportunity to, to work and play in the same space. So for sure, Paul, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So much fun. So much fun. I got, we got a lightning round. We'll guide right through. What book would you recommend for our listening audience? We've got people all around the world. What would you have them read? Oh, yeah. So you guys are going to think that I have some like esoteric, like, you know, great business book of wisdom that I learned a strategy or thing. No, I'll tell you exactly what it was. It's from Melanie Godfred, and it's called self-love poetry. Now, you guys might be like, Mary, really self-love poetry? But I got to tell you guys, self-love is the, if you don't know how to love yourself, it's not going to be as easy to love others. And when you can really lean into loving yourself, you really open up the energy to receive love and to be a better giver of love. And this book is great because what she's done is there's literally a right brain side and a left brain side. So the poetry is designed for it to resonate with you, whether it's your left brain thinker or a right brain thinker. And you'll, you'll see that in the book. Really, really good read. And they're short, they're quick. You can share them. They're shareable. And I love this. I love this for just the, the quick piece of just the reminder. And I want to tell everyone that book wasn't just planted there. She didn't know I was going to ask this question. It was just there. <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, yeah, that whole concept of uh, uh, self-love. I talk a lot about it in the relation of giving and receiving, of giving, of giving gifts and not being a good receiver of gifts. Yes. You're, you're not going to be a good giver either. And in life, that cycle of uh, and flow is so important. Yeah. So important. Key, key, key component. I love that. Uh, favorite movie? Favorite movie of all time? Or are we just talking about like, does, yeah, do I have a your, that a card on this? Your favorite movie is, whatever <laughs> that is. You oh, I don't, know if I, in, in I don't know if I should say this out loud. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Now we got to hear it. 
So having been a cancer patient, I can tell you again, there's those days where you've got to find ways to make yourself laugh. And I'll tell you the one, the movie that always does it for me, the series that always does it for me is actually American Pie. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Wait, this is, this is getting better. So favorite singer or band? Oh, this is going to date me. <laughs> okay. Favorite singer. And it's mostly because I like the lyrics and the words, and I just know where the influences come from. Is actually too much explanation for this guy. Is actually Richard Marx. (laughs) Richard Marx. Richard Marx. Favorite singer of band. He's my all time. I have every. I have every album. I have every (laughs) CD. I know every song. I know all the stories. I uh, so so just put him on the map. All right, that's all I gotta tell you. All right, so go look him up. Yeah, go look him up. Oh my gosh. So out of all that, here's one more. Your biggest passion. Ooh, my biggest passion is going to be in the transformation space. And when I say that, I don't mean it to sound hokey or to sound woo. What I mean it is I love watching people, whether it's in business or in life, be in one space, have a perspective shift and suddenly be in a whole new space where their world has just completely opened up in this amazing way. Because I I really believe that that's the, the adventure of life. And I love doing it for myself. It's like, wow, how can I create more spaces for me to shift my perspective? These beliefs that I think are true Like, how can I challenge them and keep challenging them so that I can continue to like hit the next level to, to level up, whether it's spiritually level up, you know, emotionally level up in my relationships. I want to know all those things. And I know I don't have all the answers, but I certainly love opening every door. Like I want to turn over every rock. You and I are in such sync. And the more we talk, the more I I know that we just have to hang out more often. The um, it, that whole concept, and I say it too, and it sounds so hokey, like, you know, yes, my biggest passion is helping others. And it's like, no, but really, that's like a turn on. Like when I see their light bulbs go off and, and, and they, you know that all of a sudden you just shifted. Like they just can't, went into a whole different space that they never even knew existed. Yeah. And that is so satisfying. And so such a great place to be in when you're able to be the catalyst for people to do that. And, and of course that I have conversations all the time with people. Well, you know, I'm not going to do whatever crazy thing I'm telling them that they should be doing because they're like, I don't see how is that going to help me in my business? Jumping off the building. I don't know why that will help me. Just tell me what am I supposed to do with my marketing? And I go, go jump off the building. Uh-huh. And, and so what crazy thing have you just done or are you planning on do? Oh, so good. I've definitely jumped off many buildings. Uh, I will, will say that I, I've even got video footage of me jumping off of the highest tower in New Zealand. So that was good fun. How tall uh, is the highest tower in New oh, Zealand? It's high, and I, you know what? I can't even remember how tall it is, but it's literally the, the tallest is building it, in New you Zealand. You did it with a zip line, or you did it with a, a parachute? Zip line. Oh, yeah, oh, zip, zip line. line. Um, is it like the one in um, Vegas? Have you been to the stratosphere? 
I have seen, yes, it's similar to the one in the stratosphere, but this one, I don't know about the one on the stratosphere, but I can tell you that the one in New Zealand goes from the top all the way to the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's 800, I believe it's 855 feet down from top to bottom, but it's nice. a control, what they call a controlled zip line, which is really ah, cool. Got yeah. it. Got so it. That, that's great. Yes. And, and, and anything bungee, anything jumping out of an airplane, I mean, all of the white water, I almost died white water rafting and I would do it again. Um, oh, all the things. I've, got, I've got a challenge for you. Now it's really not, it, it's, it, it's kind of, it feels dangerous when you're doing it. It's tubing in, in, um, around uh, Mount Etna in Sicily. We did that a couple of years ago. Okay. One of the craziest, totally like no safety, no controls. You're basically in a, you're just in a tube, like a big air tube that, but they're boulders the size of, you know, skyscrapers that you're bouncing into at first. And you're like, how does somebody not die here? I don't, in with rapids, like driving you right to the big boulder. Wow, and that sounds was, amazing. And we like did this with all my family, all my kids came with us. And I'm like, holy cow, I swear I did a face plant against one of them, came out miraculously without a scratch. I don't know how, but so <laughs> much it. fun, so much yes. fun. Yeah, sign me up for all of those things, Paul. I can tell you, here's here's one. Here's a good one that people will be like, okay, that's a pretty big one. I actually want to go into, uh, I think they do it in Mexico where you can sit on like the floor of the ocean and right. they feed sharks right in front of you. And so the sharks are literally like right there. Like, I think that would be phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're basically right over your head, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Great stuff. So adventure galore. We've got to get together for that. Um, we've got people listening all over the world. Uh, what are some final words of wisdom you'd like to share with our listeners? Ooh, I would say that I think many of us pop into podcasts and we pop into series like this so that we can glean some source of wisdom and what I will leave you with is what I believe is the ultimate, ultimate show of success. And what's shown up in my life is being like the thing that's made me successful. And guys, it's again, nothing complicated. It was just showing up. That success is literally 90% showing up. The 10% is you talking, you doing the thing, you showing up for practice and then showing up for the game and then showing up for the win. Uh, it, it really isn't showing up. So I'm glad you showed up today and I hope that you got something great from this. Beautiful. Love that. Uh, yeah. Just keep showing up. Couldn't agree with you more. Thank you so much, Mary. This has been an absolute pleasure. You are amazing and awesome. Everybody. I want you to pay attention to this woman. She has tons going on, tons happening and you want to pay attention to her journey. Right here in the description is a link to all her information. So you need anything, you want to connect with her, I encourage you to do so. It's right here so that you can do it so easy. And along the way, also grab hold of her book. Uh, she's got the chapter in the book. We're there together. We published this as a joint effort. And uh, you'll get so much wisdom out of that as well. So thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure, Mary D. Thank you. This is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. This is the Maverick Do It Different podcast, where we do it different. Talk to you next time, guys. 
Thanks for listening to Paul Fink. That's me, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different podcast. You can listen to us anytime, 24-7, on your podcast listening platform of choice. Introduce us to your friends. Give us five-star rating and subscribe. And share us across all your social media platforms to anyone that could really utilize this message right now. Till next time, everyone.